the Pearson Global Explorer podcast. Join us as we travel the globe one student at a time at Pearson Online Academy. Pearson Online Academy is an accredited online private school for students in grades K through 12, brought to you by the experts in virtual learning. We empower students worldwide to achieve academic excellence through our affordable, high-quality online education that emphasizes college prep. Learn more at www.pearsononlineacademy.com. morning, Pearson Online Academy. Welcome to our very own podcast, The Pearson Global Explorer. This is the first and only show where we get to travel the world to experience life and culture through the eyes of our very own students. I'm your host, Jason Agins, history teacher by day and travel fanatic by days off. This episode of Pearson Global Explorer, we are interviewing Jean and we're going to discuss his experience with traveling in a van and living in a van as he travels through Europe as well as some of his other world travels. I'd like to welcome to the show Jean. Welcome to the show. We appreciate you coming on and telling us about your amazing experience. Um, I have so many questions for you about you know living and traveling in a van and all the places you've been but before we get into any of that I want to know just about you. So if I was to ask um, your friends or your family what is Jean like? How would they describe you? Well, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm seventh grader. I'm French. Uh, I'm twelve years old. Yeah, I'm I'm a boy. Uh, okay, <laughs> you know? okay. I live in a van. You live in a van. Okay, that I think that's enough of a descriptor there. That's for sure. Um, what do you like to do? You know, wh what does your school day even look like? So how, how does that, how does that work in the van? Are you, are you working while the van is driving or do you guys park? How does that work? Well, um, mostly we do school in the morning while the van is, while we're traveling basically. Right. So, uh, yeah. And, um, sometimes there's a bit like a lot of school. So we, sometimes we have to do it all day, but it's mostly only half of the day. Do you, so we so, can have time to do other things. So you don't get you don't get nauseous like looking at a screen while you're in the van and reading and all that. Mm, no, it's fine, really. I mean, I yeah, I'll get I, I'm getting used to it, I guess. Yeah, I can't do that. That's a that's a young man's game for sure. I um, I tried that once. It didn't didn't work out well. Let's just put it that way. So. Who is who all like kind of lives in the van with you? Is it is it just um, who? Yeah, who's in there? Is it mom, well, dad, um, pets, who brothers, si sisters? What do you got going on in there? Well, it's just my mom and dad and my brother, really. Just our family traveling. No pets. No pets. Okay. What do you um? What do you want to do for a living when you grow up? Well, I'm not really sure about that yet, but uh. Maybe in a, an architect. Okay, cool. So, I don't know, because I like drawing maps of houses and, uh, yeah. Right, right. Okay, that's interesting. Now, let me ask you this. Um, you've got four people in the van and one stereo. Who picks the music? It's whoever's at the front, really, next to the, <laughs> next to the radio. 
and uh, well, it's it's usually mom maybe. Oh, I mean, okay. She, sometimes she puts podcasts on or or just music. Gotcha. So, how long have you been with uh, Pearson Online Academy? Well, just this year. This is my first year uh, in in a Pearson Online Academy. All right. And uh, what what brings you to us? What made you guys decide to uh, make the jump over here to Pearson Online Academy? And how have you been making the adjustment? Well, first of all, I mean, we were going to be moving a lot during the van tour. So uh, we thought it would be better to take an online school. It would be simpler so that we could move around and do school at the same time. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense for sure. Um, what's your favorite subject? Um, my favorite subject, um, it's math. Math. Interesting. Yeah. Good. Good. I'm glad you're, uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. As I mean, as a social studies teacher, I've always, I always love hearing when kids love history, but I, math is super important. So, uh, I have to hand it to them. Now, I know you're living in a van. How long have you lived in that van? And how long are you guys planning to be in that van? Well, we're planning to be for um, about a year. So we've, I mean, we've been we've been in the van since October. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're just planning to do um, one year and then come back. Right. Right. And so um, just to sort of like, I guess, clear it up for people who might not be familiar with like van life or van travel... When I say Jean lives in a van, I don't mean that, like, you know, Jean is homeless and that uh, this is where he lives and, uh, y you know what I mean, and they're eating out of dumpsters or something like that. You guys are choosing <laughs> to do this because you it's a, it's a way for you to travel and have your, um, you know, a place to stay and work, and you guys obviously sleep and eat in the van and yeah. all that. What What's the... Um, you know, without getting into too much detail, what's just out of curiosity, what's the bathroom situation on the van? Do you guys have a, a bathroom, or you got to stop all the time? Oh well, um, we have we have a yeah we have a small bathroom with a shower and toilet, but it's well yeah it's a uh, it's a bit small, but it gets so, the job it, done. It's huh? great. Yeah, it's great because then um, uh, thanks to the, this tour, um, we're, it's a new experience because. Uh, you know, we use up less resources than right. in daily life. I mean, we have we have to manage water, electricity, and um, yeah, and our resources basically. So uh, it's a good it's a great experience. Right. And so, where do you guys park at night? Do you guys just kind of pull into a neighborhood and park between two houses? Do you park in a shopping center where no one's going to notice, or do you uh, like do you do the stealth camping, or do you just go to like well, campsites? Well, um, we, I mean, we like to mostly camp in nature, like in the forest or on the beach, because, well, it's, 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 it's I think it's, it's more of, I mean, it's beautiful to be like one-to-one -one with nature, you know, yeah. with like no, no society, no, you know, no cities. <laughs> right. How about, um, how about the knock? Your dad probably is all familiar with this. It's probably anybody's fear of living in a living in a van or an RV. Have you ever gotten a knock on the window in you know the middle of the night? Someone saying, "Hey, you can't park here. You got to move the van." Well, we've never had it like in the middle of the night. I mean, sometimes, well, during the day, just people come and say, "Oh, you can't stay here, or you have to pay." But we never had really any problem with with anybody. Gotcha, gotcha. 
Okay, so where are you guys now in the van? Like, where, where, uh, where, where are you traveling through right now? Well, right now uh, we're traveling through uh, Turkey. Nice. Um, yeah. I love Turkey. Turkey is one of my favorite countries in the world. You guys are gonna. How long have you been there? Is this like did you just get there? Or have you been there a while? Um, five weeks about. Five weeks, boy. So you you've been eating good, I'd imagine, huh? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Tur they, ha they have nice food. Turkish food is is amazing. You can't go wrong with that, and it's the people are super friendly. People are super yeah, hospitable. They're, really, they're, they're they have great hospitality. Yeah. Now the one on the one hand, I I couldn't imagine driving around in some giant van in Istanbul because the you know it's a little bit crazy there. But driving out through the country, like going to Cappadocia, yeah, um, yeah, you know different different places like that. I think uh, it's a lot more, you got a lot more breathing room. Um, where else have you been? Have you been all through Europe? And um... Well, um, we've been, well, we started our journey in France. Mm -hmm. And uh, then we went to Spain. And then it, they started a lockdown. So we, had, we went back to Italy and Croatia, Montenegro, Albania, Macedonia, Bulgaria, right. and now Turkey. So in the Balkans, mostly. Right, right. Yeah, right before COVID, I did a um, former Yugoslavia, Balkans road trip, Bosnia, Serbia, all, all those countries, and it was it was it's an amazing uh, amazing place to uh, to see. And um, you know, I, I especially drive. I'm thinking about the roads in Bosnia. We were driving like a little rental car, and you know, this thing was just bouncing all over the place. Let me ask you this: so far, what's your favorite place that you've been to um well maybe it's a uh, a place on a beach i uh you like the beaches like, um, next in the yeah and it was next to the sea in uh the bitsum in france um, ah. it was it was amazing because uh you know we went on a small boat rowing uh, through the island for, uh, seals, a lot of seals. So it was, it was cool to see that. Nice, nice. And so, um, what about your least favorite place? I, I'm thinking about my uh, my biggest letdowns when traveling. Um, I'm wondering, I'm wondering what's yours? Which place did you go to where you're like, I don't like it here. I can't wait to get out of here. Maybe it's like when when you're in big city, crowded place where where you, you can't find a place to park. Those, those that kind of place, no. Or like. Yeah, it's kind of hard to gotcha. live in the there. Gotcha. You know what you know what areas in Europe for me are um, I don't want to say overrated, but overrated for me. I'm I know a lot of people like them, but I, I personally don't is uh is Vienna. Um I, I know a lot of people love Vienna and I know it's beautiful, but it's crazy expensive, it's super crowded, it's very touristy. Um and I also felt that way about like the uh, the Greek islands. The island, like I like Athens and I like Greece, but the islands are just. You've got, you know, maybe a couple hundred people that live on the islands, and then like fifty thousand tourists that pouring in from cruise ships. It's just nuts. Um, oh. have, have you got? Well, you know what? You probably haven't experienced that because of COVID. Um, yeah. Yeah, you guys probably have a lot of these places all to yourself right now. Because yeah, most of the places we visit are just. There's nobody in it. I mean, yeah. now maybe 
there have been more people, but yeah, yeah. And what's interesting is, you know, you see that in um, when you guys, especially you probably noticed that when you were in Croatia, particularly Dubrovnik gets incredibly touristed, and then if you go in the off season, it's just dead. And off season during COVID, it's like extra dead. I mean, you probably had the whole city to yourselves. <laughs> yeah, kind of. So tell me about your um, house, your van. Um, where you guys are from France originally? Is that correct? Yeah, we're from France. So um, you guys bought this van there, or are you borrowing it from a friend? How how did this all work out? No, so uh, we bought it. So it's um, it's a six six meter by two meter van. It's uh, well. It's it was a ten square meter space maybe. Okay. And uh, yeah. And so is it is it a new van or is it an old one that you guys kind of rehabbed? Um no, it's a new one. We bought it new. Okay. And, uh, cool, cool. Tell me about the sleeping situation. Yeah. So uh, me and my brother have a bunk bed at the back of the van, and uh, then my parents have a. A bed that uh, unfolds above the living room, you could say. Right. And then we have a small kitchen on the side, um, a living room with a table, and uh, yeah, the the washing room. We have a refrigerator and yeah. So, in the um, when I was a kid, those types of vans were were popular in the United States. Um, people get these big vans. And, like, I just remember, you know, all of us just kind of running around in the back, like, just playing. Like, you know, it, it would be kind of, I guess, unheard of today to let, let kids do that um, because, you know, the seatbelts. But I, I would imagine in a van like that where it's, you know, you have a living space, um, what are you doing, like, when your parents are driving? Is, are you, like, strapped in and sitting down or are you just, like, kind of, you know, I'm laying down reading a book or, you know, just kind of doing whatever? Well, no, we're we're actually um, always strapped in, but sometimes you know we have to get up because something's falling in the van, or uh, like something broke or something. Yeah. Or just yeah to get some stuff. So you've so, got you've got four functioning seats with seat belts and all this yeah. other stuff, and it all fits in there, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. So um. Okay, so you've got your kitchen and in there, uh, what, what do you guys use for like storing and cooking food? I mean, do you have a refrigerator or you just use a cooler? How, how's that work? Uh, well, we have a, a, actually a pretty big refrigerator, so we have to put um, a lot of food in there. And we have a, like secret cupboards, you could say, like in the floor, we have a lot of, of space there. And under the seats, we have space too. And uh, also there's some random cupboards, yeah. Right. Any um any disasters, any flat tires or accidents or anything like that? Well, um, one like important accident was uh our heater broke, so we were like in the middle of the snow and we couldn't heat ourselves, so it was a bit cold for uh yeah, that's not for fun. Three weeks, so it was a uh, for three weeks. Yeah. Wow, wow, that that's difficult. Um, okay, so what about, like, uh, um, what do you guys do to wash your clothes and all that? Do you just kind of, like, uh, go to a laundromat, or you just kind of wash it in the sink type of thing? Yeah, we go to a laundromat in, in the city, yeah. 
Okay. I mean, if if they're no longer mad, sometimes mom washes just a few things. It was just hot water. So do you um do you now that you guys are kind of living this lifestyle that I guess is it's pretty different for it, it's pretty it it's it's uncommon I I would say for for the average person but now that you are in that world do you start to see like you know other van life people other van dwellers and like uh, have you made any yeah. uh, other van buddies type of thing over over there? Well, yeah, we we made a lot of friends. I mean. We see every time we we go to a cool spot. There's like a lot of campers. Like on beaches, we uh, on the spot we found some college uh, family with some kids. So yeah, we had fun with them. It was we made some friends. Right, so, yeah. right. You know, speaking you know, of speaking yeah, of good we see food, a lot of people in Ben. Have Have you guys gone through Poland as well? No, not yet. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. And take your time in Turkey, that's for sure. I don't know how far east you guys are going, if you're crossing into, like, uh, Armenia and going into the um, Azerbaijan and those areas. What's that? We'll, uh, we'll go uh, um, as far to Cappadocia. Gotcha. I think. Yeah, you'll love it there. You know, um, when, when are you going to Cappadocia? Um, tomorrow. Okay. So, Jean, I got a, I've got a, um, a recommendation for you in Cappadocia. Have your, um, unless your parents are already down with the idea, definitely push them to uh, rent one of those, um, uh, I don't know what you guys call them. We call ATV, like a quad, like those four-wheel bikes. Um, and go on like a little uh, driving tour of the landscape out there. It has like it's really bumpy, hilly landscape, and a really interesting thing was that in uh, um, in the 1960s, uh, the astronauts for NASA, the United States, uh, they trained on that landscape, learning how to drive that, so that way they would know how to drive on the moon when they got to the moon, because it's like the most similar landscape that you can get to the moon on on the earth so uh make sure you uh, ask your parents to let you guys rent uh atv you you mentioned you have a you have a brother is it older or younger brother uh younger brother younger brother how how, how young is he like a little baby or just a little kid no he's a uh, fourth grade nine, nine years old gotcha gotcha um so this might be a question i guess for dad uh how young is uh is too young for to for doing something like this uh, you mean for kids? Yeah. No, I, I think uh, everything's possible. You know, that's uh, one learning from this trip, that um, there are so many different trips you can organize in a camper van. And uh, we see families with uh, uh, teenagers. Mm -hmm. We see families with babies. Um, we see families with uh, big budgets, small budgets, Big cars, small cars, new ones, old ones. Right. Uh, so I think it's just a matter of um, uh, style and, um, uh, you know, what, what you can afford. But um, they're, they're, everything's possible. Right, right. Very true. He, he makes a great point. And, um, you know, my before my daughter, my daughter's three, before she was born, you know, we, my wife and I had been to nearly 70 countries. Um, and then we, you know, when our daughter was born, I was like, well, 
I don't want this to mean that we're never going to travel, but obviously we're not going to travel the way that we did. Like we're not going to be, you know, sleeping on people's couches and all that with a baby. But, you know, then we started traveling with her when she was one. And, you know, she has been around the world. She's been to 20 countries. And uh, he's right. He's, you just find the way that works for you. I mean, we don't really stay so much in, like, uh, you know, hostels or anything like that anymore. But, which, to be fair, I didn't even like it back then when I was young. Um, you know, we'll rent apartments. And you just find that what works for you. You move a little bit slower and things like that. But um, that's I, that's awesome to hear that you guys are uh, you're making it work. Um, so when you've got four people living in a van, I, I would imagine meal prep is is kind of difficult. How, what do you guys do for dinner? Like, what do you guys? What does a normal dinner look like for you in the van? I'm not saying when you go out to a restaurant. What are you guys cooking in a van that can feed a family of four? Well, our main dish is really always pasta. I mean, it's simple to cook fast and, yeah, and good, yeah. Gotcha. So Got di eat that. Different types of pasta or just uh, tomato sauce every night? Well, uh, we just, uh, we don't really, uh, we just take always the same, the, the pasta we find, we find actually, because it's always different in different countries. Right. But uh, for the sauce, we like pesto and uh, uh, just tomato sauce. Gotcha, gotcha. Um... I think um, I'm thinking about the food in Turkey. Man, it's so much good food. It, I, I'm definitely jealous right now. You know, not really traveling because of COVID, and uh, uh, I just I just love the food in Turkey. It's um it's so delicious. But for you, out of all the places, all the countries you've been to, and I know you guys have traveled even before you had the van. You you mentioned you lived in Asia and India and places like that. What countries got the best food? Uh, well, I think it's India because, well, it's just, it's really good food with, spi with spices mm. and, well, the food I, re I really loved was the chapati, you know, just with dal and uh, spices. That was really good. Interesting. I, I think. Interesting. So, is this normal? I mean, well, of course it's normal for your family to travel, but at what age would you say that you guys really became nomads and really starting to live in other countries or is this just always what yeah. you've been done i mean what what's been done well with you? i mean i was born in france and i only lived, i only lived there for one year and then we started we went to india so i guess well for, for most of my life i was a, a nomad gotcha and so how does this work obviously for you and your brother it works out in terms of school you can go to school online and things like that um, what about your, your parents? Do they, do they work online or, um, are they just taking some time off? How, how's that work? Well, my, my, uh, my dad, um, is, uh, stopped, um, stopped working. So he's just taking some time off and my mom worked, worked a bit at the beginning, but now she stopped too. Very cool. Cool. Yeah. No, that's, that's great to be able to, to take that time and, you know, you, you're not, you're not going to get this time back, you know. I mean, as as a parent, I mean, you're not going to get this time back. I saw something online that said, uh, "No job will ever remember that you worked there, but your kids will remember you forever." So I, you know, I mean, it might not might not hit home for for you and your little brother, but uh, it's a it's a good thing to um, you know to put your family first, and I, I I really admire you guys for that. 
Um, let me ask you about your least favorite foods. The things that you've seen on your travels, just like, oh, that is just gross. Shock me. Tell me something that's that you've seen people eat that's that you're just like, oh, get that away. <laughs> well, maybe the the goulash, you know. Uh, a goulash? That's not a... that bad. I thought you were gonna tell me like eyeball <laughs> soup or something like that. Oh. Well, no, actually, um, I remember now. Um, once I, I'm not sure where, but uh, I saw like a uh, a heart, like <laughs> pork heart or something, uh -huh. and that just looked. Uh, yeah, not very good. Yeah. I'm trying to think, uh, out of the places that you've been to, I don't know how far into where in Asia and where East Asia you've been, um, have you seen people eating insects and bugs and things like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, in, in Burma, we, we tried some, uh, roasted crickets. How was it? Uh, well, it's, it's, it's not, it's okay. I mean, it's, it's like crackly and bushy inside wow you really know how to sell it <laughs> you really know how to sell it it's okay it's kind of crackly and bushy you know what what i always thought was interesting is like you know for, for cultures look i'm not here to say you shouldn't eat bugs if that's what you eat that's what you eat i i get that they're a source of protein and people like them but for me i always wondered like where do you draw the line like if you're in your house and you see a bug crawling on the wall or are you gonna go say oh i'm gonna i'm gonna eat that real quick i'll save this you know snack for later i'll eat that now you know i always wondered how that how that works but um well i don't think i don't think people would eat like a live cricket like mm -hmm. they, they first have to uh make sure it's not like sick and then roast it so it's gotcha. it's good for for us i guess so yeah you don't want one that's got to... like a, a a bad cold or something huh <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Slowly. Gotcha. You want you want a healthy one with a little meat on the bones. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, on your van trip, though, I know you said India was your favorite uh, food, but on your van trip, where, where, what country would you say has had the best food? Hmm. Well. Hmm. Italy was good because, well, I mean, it's it's known for its pizza. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Italian food, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Especially when you guys are making pasta every night. So, I mean, I keep yeah. going on and on about the food in Turkey. Well, what do you think? What What's your, what? how do you feel about the food in Turkey? Do you, do you love it or is it kind well, of... Well, uh, my favorite food in Turkey is the, the pide. It's a, like, it's yep. a kind of... Turkish pizza. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, I, I think it's really good. I mean, it's with vegetables. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, I think I like that one. Oh man, I just yeah, all that food in Turkey, all the different kebabs and uh, like I've, of course you can get donor kebab everywhere, but like the real different uh unique kebab styles like Iskender kebab and things like that and the different um they make this uh chorba, it's like a red lentil soup, uh. Oh, so good. So good. Oh, yeah. And also, uh, we went in um, um, in Turkey also. We met this guy named uh, Mustafa. Uh -huh. And he, we went, we took breakfast with him and he made us uh, like um, homemade fries and those were like really delicious too. And uh, yeah, and the honey is there. They, 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 they cultivate a lot of honey and it's, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, they, they do honey good there. I'm normally not like a honey person, but 
a lot of times at like breakfast, they'll just bust out the whole honeycombs and everything. I'm like, oh, I never had this, but it's, it's good. Um, so how far um, are you guys going outside of Europe at all? Are you going into Russia? Are you going into North Africa, crossing the Strait of Gibraltar? Well, well, most of that is is closed right now because of COVID. But uh, oh, actually, right. technically, right now we're in Asia because Turkey is separated into European, European and Asian yeah. side. So, but we're not going to go any farther than that, and we'll come back. Yeah, towards Romania maybe. Yeah, you kind of hit a wall in in Western Turkey. Like once you get past like Trabzon and you start to like Mount Ararat. Um, you know, you could go into Armenia and Azerbaijan, but, you know, south of that, you've got Iraq, Iran, Syria, which, you know, even maybe might not be ideal for, uh, for, for your type of travel right now. Um, so after this, you're just going to turn back and go into Europe and, um, where are you headed? Where are you headed next? Um, maybe we'll be headed to Romania. Ooh, nice. Um, because there might be some nice animals there. Yeah. Or, uh, well, but uh, we, we really don't, we're not sure, you know. I mean, it could totally change because of COVID. We know yeah. If you go to Greece or or whatever reopens, really. Yeah, Ukraine is a great country. I don't know if you've been there. Ukraine is great. Kiev, the capital, is, is beautiful. Uh, Lviv. Uh, Lviv is, uh, is really a special place. Um, I'm a big fan of Russia. Uh, I always push it. I mean, as far as food, and I, and my family is Russian. I'm I'm I have Russian heritage. I can say this: the food is not really that good. <laughs> I mean, no offense to anybody that's listening. If you love Russian food, but I I'm not a huge fan of it. It's it's just it just feels kind of like cafeteria food to me. Um, but as far as culture and language and people and history. Oh, you will be hard pressed to find like um, um, from a historical history teacher's perspective, uh, uh, a country as deep as that in terms of I, I just love the history there, um, and uh, okay. I, I think uh, I think for me, if you well, let me ask you this, and then I'll tell you mine. If you had to live somewhere, uh, I know you're from France, but outside of France, if you had to live. In one of the places that you've traveled to, where would you want to live? Um, well, um, uh, maybe Italy. Ooh, well, good because, choice. Good um, choice. It would be, um, first of all, it would be close to our relative, France. And, uh, well, I guess it's, it's, a, it's a cool place. I mean, with the uh, mountains. Because I, I really like hiking. So, uh. We could go hiking in the Dolomites, and, uh, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, there's, um, there's, there's so many different places I, I, I think about. I think for me, if I had to live somewhere, I would pick Estonia. Have you guys been to Estonia? Um, nope, not yet. Yeah, Estonia is a really, it's just a really nice, really livable place. It's it's affordable. It's not like crazy expensive. Um, it's got a really good family culture. Um, it's in the EU. It's it's just a really nice all around place. Let's talk about music. So um, we mentioned you know your mom gets control of the radio a lot, but what about you? When you put the when you when you get control or when you got your headphones on, what type of music do you like to listen to? Mm. Well, I don't 
I, I don't really have strong, uh, like, um, taste in music, but yeah, mostly Coldplay, really. Okay. Okay, well, what, what about your mom? What type of music does she put on the most? Well, I mean, I'm not sure it's a variety of music, really. She likes a lot of things. But um, we used to live in Germany, so she likes German music sometimes. Oh, but, okay. Now, you mentioned earlier that you wanted to be an architect. Is this something you see doing in France, where you guys are from? Or, I mean, you you're literally live, like, everywhere. Where Where is your adult life take place? Where are you going to live? Well, I have no idea. I mean, I don't know where. Well, it's just the future. I'll, I'll let things happen, and I'll see. I mean, but, uh, yeah. I mean, in France, my... My uh, grandfather is an architect too, so uh, yeah, maybe I don't know, maybe in France. Okay, okay, cool. Um, so you mentioned Italy as one of your favorites. What other what other countries would you say you're you know in your tops? I mean, like, do you mean only in the Vantor or also all in other places I've been? Let's go. Let's go with everywhere that you've been. Well, then it might, I think it'll be India still because, I mean, it's where I stayed the longest and, uh, well, I mean, it has a, a really fun culture. I mean, over there you always see things that surprise you. I mean, and, uh, it has, it has I mean, a cool culture and nice food. It has so many gods that's funny too. Like, it believes in, I don't right. know how many cultures. So it's, yeah, yeah. I really like, uh, India. I think, I think what's really, What's so interesting about India is that there's just always something to look at. Like, um, yes, yeah. Your your eyes and your neck are just so tired at the end of the day because there's just always, you know, monkeys running here or some guy riding an elephant across the street or, uh, you know, just there's just always something going on. It's never there's no there's no, um, no yeah. spot to look that where there's just nothing going on. Except when you close your eyes, it's just such a feast for the senses. And um, what what part of India did you guys live in? Well, we lived in uh, in New Delhi. Okay, I mean, Delhi, Delhi. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, yeah, that's probably not where I would have picked to live. Why Why did you guys pick Delhi? Well, because uh, actually it was because of my uh, my dad's uh, um, job. But I mean, and also because maybe Delhi's. Just a big, a, a big city. Well, uh, well, I mean, it's, I don't know, maybe more secure. Yeah, it's huge. It is huge. And um, for me, the, the the downside with Delhi was the air quality, but the upside was like, yeah, you've got access, and you're right near some of the most famous sites in the country. Um, I love Mumbai. Mumbai is an interesting place. Udaipur is probably my favorite. Jodhpur was nice. Um, what other places in India did you guys go to that you uh, that you really liked? Well, we did a lot of safaris. I mean, I'm not sure I can I could name a place really, but just uh, in the Indian forest in, in the Indian savanna, that, those are nice places for me. Did you guys drive when you were there? Did you have a car when you were there, or did you just take like taxis and hire well, a driver? We no, we rented a yeah, we hired a driver. We rented a car and. Yeah, see, that is one country I would not want to own a van in. I mean, like I said, you've literally got... There's just something coming from every direction. Um, I don't even know yeah. if they have... Uh, 
I mean, you can't really complain about the road road rules in some of those places because it just it just isn't. It's just like a free for all. Um, but yeah, it's it's such a it's such an interesting place. Do you guys think you're gonna go once the what's the plan after the van? Um, are you guys gonna go back to India or are you guys just gonna drive this van off into the sunset till the end of days? Well, I think uh, we're still gonna um, maybe stop. Uh, in France, we're just gonna come back in France after this year, but uh, I mean, maybe we can c continue a bit, maybe not for a year, but like maybe just for summer breaks, we could take the van and go ride around somewhere, right? Yeah, you know, I, I, I a lot of times I often like fantasize about what it would be like if there was a uh, you know, they the Russian government and the United States government have like roughly teased the idea of building a bridge between Alaska and Russia. I mean, it'll never happen because the amount of like money that needs to be spent in order to make something like that happen. And it's like, first off, I don't even know if you can build a bridge in that type of environment up there uh, of that size without it, like, you know, falling apart after a couple of years. But I just think it would be so cool if you could just drive around the whole world like that, not have to worry about shipping the vehicle. Um, do you guys think you'll ever come to the Western Hemisphere and, you know, explore North America and South America? Well, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure, you know, because of COVID. Yeah, maybe on another trip. but uh... Maybe on another trip, for sure. I, I, um, I definitely implore you to do so. It's a, uh, it's a, I mean, the United States has just so much uh, in terms of landscape, and it's such a it's such an e it's such a car friendly place. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's definitely built around the car, um, and then also Mexico. Mexico City is like one of my favorite cities in the world. Mexico is an amazing country, um, and you you can pretty much drive north south america except for like one small little gap but you can pretty much drive the whole thing i think that would be like a trip of a lifetime maybe um when my when my kids are a little bit older i think maybe we'll we'll talk about doing something like that um and who knows maybe we'll find ourselves a little a little van to do something like that um now i know you've been to a lot of places but where where are some places that you really would love to go to that you haven't been to yet um, 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 a realistic uh, place would be Romania. Mm -hmm. I mean, because uh, it has a, I think it's uh, really cold there. But uh, what interests me is the animals there. I think there's like bears, wild boars. Um, but uh, then my dream would be Kenya because it's really the savanna with a huge biodiversity of animals, and I, I would love to go there. Right. Right. What about uh have you been to like uh Japan or anywhere like that? Um well no, I haven't been to Japan uh or um um that way. Not yet. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Now, how about languages? What what languages do you uh do you speak aside from English? Um well, I speak French. Uh, I used to speak a bit of uh, Spanish, but uh, I, kind of, I kind of forgot it. And uh, I also spoke really well German, but uh, I forgot everything. And so, right now, I'm I'm learning Chinese. 
Oh, cool, cool. So, what do you guys communicate in in the van when it's just the four of you guys and nobody else is around? Well, we speak French. Okay. So, is French your first language or is it English? No, French is my first language. Okay, so let me ask you this: what What language do you think in? Like when you're thinking about stuff in your head or daydreaming, is it in English or is it in French? Well, when I'm doing during school time, when I think it's uh, in English, but then during the rest of the time, it's French. But then, if I'm around English people, I I I, I think in English. So okay. it depends. So if you have a nightmare at night, like. Um, you're sleeping in your bunk beds in the van, and you're just imagining you're being uh, chased by uh, giant crabs and giant spiders, and you're calling for help. And what what language is that in? Is it in English or is it in French? Your nightmares. I think it it, it would be in French. Okay, so it would be French giant crabs and French giant spiders. Is that, does that sound right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Very good. So, um, a couple more questions I have about the van. So. Um, where you, I'm assuming you guys have a water tank in there. Where where do you guys like fill up? Like how how often do you have to fill that thing up with with water? Well, we fill it up like maybe every two or three days. Because, okay. I mean, we we found a lot of spots to fill it up. I mean, just fountains, and uh, it's a 100 liter tank, so we uh. have to like cope with it. Okay. Do you, do you ever have trouble finding a place to fill that up? I wouldn't even know. Like, in your, I I can't even imagine. I I mean, I've never seen an RV park in Europe, so I probably wouldn't know. They're probably everywhere. It's just not the places that I'm going. So what what would you say are some of the biggest challenges with living in a van? Um, Getting water, finding a place to park. Well, actually, for that we have a an app called uh, Park for Nights. So it, it's it's like an app that helps us find uh places to find water, electricity, or mm -hmm. um, just a place to park. Uh, so yeah, that's a useful tool. So in terms of electricity, do you guys, is it a generator you guys use, or do you have like a separate battery? How, how does that work? Solar panel? Well, we have a, a solar panel that charges uh, our batteries. Oh, yeah, okay. And uh, we have two batteries. Um, one is the uh, like interior battery, and one is the motor battery. Yeah, I... Um... I learned that the hard way that you're not supposed to like just use the main car battery. I uh, I was in the car the other day and I had turned the engine off, and so I was like, oh, let me do a little work. So because um, I was waiting, I was waiting at the doctor's office, and they said wait in your car. So I'm sitting in the car. And I got the laptop plugged in. I've got my phone charging. And I've got the radio on, but the engine's off. Before you know it. The, the battery's dead, so uh, I had to, like, get the car jumped. I didn't, I, I learned that the hard way. You're supposed to, like, have something to charge it or something like that. I thought, like, it would just last, you know, forever. But, um, so no, we, we, no generator? No, but we also uh, lost a battery once. It was, we were, it was just in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, um, we had parked our van somewhere, and then we were starting, and it, the van just didn't want to start. So... We uh, looked on our panel and we saw that um, our motor battery was uh, well dead. Mm -hmm. But luckily, this guy uh, helped us out. So, yeah, we were lucky, but we could have like stayed there for a while looking for another battery. Gotcha. So, other than that, the van's been pretty good. Never broke down or anything like that. Well, well, I mean, we have some little bits sometimes, like 
falling, just a nail falling. The my well, sometimes uh, we uh, get stuck in the mud, you know. Uh-huh. So we have to either take a shovel and start digging or push the van. Yeah, and uh, sometimes, well, I already told you about the heating also. Yeah. Interesting. And, Interesting. So when you got four people sleeping in the van, especially mom and dad, is there a lot of snoring going on at nighttime? Is there a lot of people like snoring or loud sleepers or anything? Well, sometimes uh, someone snort, someone snores. Uh, my dad snores during the night, so sometimes <laughs> I have to like tell him, stop snoring. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I um, yeah. When I when I would travel with uh, I remember one time I traveled with my grandparents when I was a little kid. Man, it sounded like a couple of chainsaws were going. I I uh, I had to bring uh, earplugs with the two of them. Um, okay, so we'd like to finish the show by having you say something in your language. So in French, can you say uh, the message that I have on the screen here where it says, Thank you for listening to the Pearson Global Explorer. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please listen again in the future for more exciting episodes. Um, okay, so, uh, oui, okay, there. So, merci d'avoir écouté uh, le podcast, uh, l'explorer le, le, global de Pearson. Uh, J'espère que vous avez aimé uh, la présentation. Écoutez-nous, uh, écoutez-nous encore la prochaine fois, uh, dès que vous pouvez, pour nos épisodes excitants. Excellent, excellent, very good. I thought that was super interesting. Thank you for coming on, and everybody, thank you for listening. The Pearson Global Explorer Podcast. Join us as we travel the globe one student at a time at Pearson Online Academy. Pearson Online Academy is an accredited online private school for students in grades K through 12, brought to you by the experts in virtual learning. We empower students worldwide to achieve academic excellence through our affordable, high quality online education that emphasizes college prep. Learn more at www.pearsononlineacademy.com.